Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hi, hope everyone. My name is Mr. Fruit and welcome back to GG Over Easy episode 128. In today's episode, I adjust my camera so you can see my dog a little bit as sometimes. We discuss... Uh, E3 um, being canceled. Yep. Moon Knight a little bit. Uh, Elden Ring again. So Elden Lego Ring, Star Wars. Lego Star Wars, Blue's Truth about the Halo Dream Infinite. Team. Halo Infinite. Uh, Call of Duty and NFTs. Craig Robinson comedy show. Jada Mr. Pinkett got bit by a Smith dog? back at it again. I did. We all did. All of us got bit. Protein parts. Um, Blue smells good. Some questions and answers. How do we like our burritos and much more? Stay tuned. Pardon your regularly scheduled podcast listening for this short ad break. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the GG Over Easy podcast, episode 128. And in today's episode, we talk about all, well, we're going to talk. Uh, I'm not for certain. All kinds of stuff. I, yeah. I just... Does it make you guys sad dropping your pets off at the vet? I had to drop Willow off this morning, even though it's just for a normal procedure, like just the teeth cleaning thing. She still has to go under anesthesia. It just makes me sad. I um I actually had to do the same thing for Boomy because he had uh like one of his teeth was impacted. So they had to actually have it get it taken out. And so oh. when I had to drop him off, they were like, yeah, just come back in a couple hours. Yo, I almost actually that's not true. I straight up started getting teary eyed when I had to drop him off. That was like the first time I had to draw like not be with him. 
in like his three months of life. Yeah. I, I wish I, you could pan down just up. a little bit more, Christian. I can see I know. the, you can the see tips the of the ears. Yeah. You just sit here chilling. Is that Olive, I'm assuming? No, this one's Appa. Olive is oh. behind the chair on her little rug thing. Okay. Now she's like, Do they fight over that spot or no? Not really. It's just whoever oh. got up there first. Um, I thought it might have been like the toy thing. Like, hey, you had it first, but it's that's mine. Now this like, one, yeah, they, they respect. I think it's because there's too much. It's very much more diplomatic. Yeah. Uh, They're like, hands. all right, well, there's, we'll be uh, uh, diplomatic about this. And then the toy, it's just freaky. Oh, like, yeah. That is. No, um, <laughs> yeah, no, it, with Appa, it's not too bad dropping him off. Because um, he just doesn't care. And everybody there loves him. They always talk about it. He's like, he's the sweetest, cutest dog we ever have. Oh, everybody loves him. And he's like hamming it up in the back, apparently, whenever he's there. He's having a good time. It's and like all the ladies, man. Hey. Yeah, he's just like, hey, hey. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> Meanwhile, I don't like to drop off Olive because it's like she She's looks at you. Hell. She looks at you like I will never forgive you. She's like you're waiting to go in, and she's like, and she like trimmers. Know the lot? And, like yeah, uh, she immediately knows. And then yeah. she's just Same shaking up a storm. Movie. Won't do anything. Won't yeah. move. Then you have to like so they literally it's have like Claire, to. You're taking Olive to the vet, so I don't have to see that. Yeah, and then. Normally they take the dog back, but with all of they're like you have to leave because otherwise she'll sit there and they have to drag her. Yeah. So we have to leave you first before leave. they'll take her back. It's just like and she, you Get walk away and you look back and she's just sitting there watching you leave. Like I will never forgive you. Yeah. <laughs> so sometimes like it's usually earlier in the morning. I'm up earlier, so I drop him off sometimes. And if it's Olive, Claire will be like, "Oh well, don't worry about. It. I'll pick her up in the afternoon." I'm like, "No." I'll pick. Her. You don't get it. You don't get to be the savior. Make sure. yeah, yeah, I dropped her off. She's gonna know I came back for. Her, all right, she will know <laughs> I did fine. not abandon her. But no, it, that's it just having curious because I. That's why I was a little late this morning. Yeah. Um, but you know what's not late? Ooh, my period. That's a good thing. I guess. Have I told you? Plan. You need to. Um, cycles are timing. Trying to figure out on this list which one leads best to not late. Um, because it's not late, it's canceled. Oh, E3. Oh, E3. Which just wasn't announced. I'm surprised. For like last podcast. It wasn't podcast, canceled but. sooner. Yeah. Um, Maybe two years too late. Well, it's come back next year. They're just not doing anything this year. They, they already announced it. Yeah, it's coming oh, back. Oh, really? Year. Yeah. But like, see, my thing is like, is this gonna just give like video game, like Sony, Xbox, Nintendo, just another reason to be like, why do we need to be at this show? Like, we can just I have mean, direct uh, Sony. I think, I think at this point, it's been like that. It's been so decentralized that nobody is really like, oh, no, not E3, because I know I'm not like. Dude, I, E3 used to be like this wonderland, like, yo, E3 starts tomorrow. I'm not doing anything but watching G4 Yeah, tomorrow. it was massive. But now, like, companies have their own, like, they're just like, you know what? I'll fucking, fucking do whatever I want. And then yeah, I'll just tweet out, like, I'll just tweet it. I mean, we still have events, right? Like, I know uh, 
Joff, how do you, how the hell do you say his name? Joff, Jeff, Joff, Joff Knightley. Jeff Knightley. Jeff Knightley. He's been, he, he's probably going to do some video game awards this year too. Oh yeah, true. Uh, which like tr- kind of tried to take the place of E3. Not necessarily try to take place, but like have something where people could like, you know. Um, and then, I don't know. I just, E3's like kind of a relic of the past now everyone just does their own thing and you know it's not good or bad it's just different sign of the times boy sign of the times yeah it's i just have well i mean i don't know it's like what can e3 possibly do and show me that i just don't already know about like i don't know it's just so different gaming nowadays that like is E3 even necessary? Like, we have the video games awards. You have, like, packs and stuff like that where it's a lot more, I I wouldn't say accessible, but just I feel like a lot more people are willing to go to those type of things. And you could be there as Sony or be there as Xbox or be there as Nintendo rather than having to, I don't know if you pay to be at E3 or things like that. I, I don't know the the critiques, but... I'm not really missing E3. Yeah, I don't know. I I I like. Part of me wants to E3 to remain around just because having one centralized event was so cool. But oh, dude, she, Mister Fruit, put those guns away, bro. Jesus. Yeah, I like move the mic though uh, for the audio listeners, like Joey. Uh, Mr. Fruit is now panning his camera for the first time. That is, I think, believed mounted to uh, something. Mr. Fruit is starting his first post on OnlyFans. What's up? Speaking of OnlyFans, I haven't been to the gym in like a month. I am wasting money on a gym membership at the moment. I have started jump roping and it's been quite nice. I hate jump rope. I'm really bad at it. Yeah, I, I like, fucking hate it too because I feel like I'm. They they really uh, like you. You think like, oh, I could jump rope. I used to jump rope all the time as a kid, bro. No, absolutely, I can't do that. But it is a full body workout. And yeah, great cardio. Really nice. Great, great full body. You use every muscle. My knees you know, are so if you want to target everything, thinking about it. Yeah, just great, great for me. I can I can go like maybe two minutes and then I actually like collapse on the floor into a pile of goo. And then I try again. Try again. It's awful. Oh, Mr. Fruit, thoughts on E3 being gone? Um, yeah, yeah. I I think it's it's nice to have around for the industry. It's a centralized time for everyone to come together and people can kind of expect to see some certain things, but it's not make or break the same way it used to be ten, fifteen years ago. Um, Yep. Like back then when G4 did it, um, like th- oh. that's because that was the only way you got coverage. wasn't open to the public. Uh, we didn't have the same news outlets and uh, internet and access to all the information like we did today. So it was way bigger. But now it's just like, oh, I've already seen this. Oh yeah, that's really. Oh yeah, it's kind of the same way. Honestly, with like think about like movie trailers. Like used to, I'd be like, yo, we got to go early. I want to yeah. see all the trailers. Yeah, and I still now like I the go, trailers before a movie. But now I go. I'm like, I've seen this 20 times already online. I saw when it came out. Now I don't even care. Like none of this is new to me. It used to be like, you show up not to the trailers then. Uh, no, I still I just don't want to be late, so I usually there. Okay, but um, I don't pay attention. But it used to be like, 
yo with like this new movie the first trailer for so and so is going to be before yeah. it like and now it's the only way you can see it like you gotta go see it so then you go kind of that same way now it's like ah i saw the game trailer when it released i already saw the news uh Sony it's like the only way you while. could really see that trailer again was to go see the movie again so it's just like one time in your head like i gotta see it yeah have you I, that makes me wonder so i was i went back and like looked up like old movie trailers like from the 90s and early 2000s how come you don't see any trailers like this anymore there's a man oh. who's alive and wakes up in a day. Like there's to be no, like fair, all that was all early two thousands too. Are just that very, very that was very early two thousands where they literally had the same the narrator tell you the plot of the movie. <laughs> Which now the, now you don't they, see like, that anymore ever. Well, I mean, For back then it was like they're literally selling you the movie off of the plot. Whereas nowadays it's like trailers have become like an art of their own that they're less less and less like i don't know like trailers are even more so about hey how many people can we get to watch this fucking movie and a lot of them just like give off the entire movie to blow their load early Right. So like when you give away that much of a movie, you don't really need a narrator telling you what's going to happen. Well, because early 2000s, they didn't really like visually they didn't give off like a ton from the movie. So like they had the narrator was like, yo, I'm going to I'm going to let me hit you with some hot exposition, big guy. Ironically, it still prevailed through early 2000s. But the movie that changed most of that was Inception. Inception was one of the first movie trailers to let the actual movie clips and stuff tell the story and then infamously included there during a movie trailer. So I'm like, and then cut. And and now now, every, every movie does the in a world. And uh, yeah, there, I remember studying it back then, but yeah, it was around there. Changing the game again, dude. Yeah. I just was thinking about that the other day. So now instead of the narrator, we have Let me just spoil the, the same, whole plot. <laughs> well, I mean, it kind of did that before, but it was we have the same formula that every trailer now falls. It's just different. It's not narrator. It's um like start with ominous music opening. Uh, no dialogue. See our characters kind of thing. A couple seconds, yeah. and then switch the thing and then introduce problem well what are we gonna blah, action, and then swap action, it. action. Like, and then, have you ever shit yourself blah. like i we have. gotta go shit her like we and then we after gotta go shit harder shit after longer. about like 50 seconds the rest of the trailer is just omega spoilers they're like we don't even care you're gonna see everything you're like ah oh, jesus and one of the one of the best trailers that I did see that like made me want to go see it was that goat movie. The one that the trailer you thought was so dumb. I thought that trailer was so sick. Have I was you like, gotten, that was the perfect trailer. Have you seen it? No, I didn't. I never. Well, I think uh, I think I read some reviews on it, and somebody a trusted movie source that I had said it was fucking stupid. So I was pretty upset by that. I'm shocked to hear that. Well, see, I don't like scary movies where it's like, boo. It's more so like psychological, thrilling. twisted, like weird, makes me uncomfortable. Psychological, you know. 
Yeah. I love psychological horror. But I don't watch a lot of that because it scares me. Well, speaking of psychological horror, Moon Knight Episode 2 came out. Have you guys seen it? Oh, I have. I I really like this show. Um, I will say, uh, for me, the plot is a little bit old. Uh, because it's the same fucking plot as <laughs> Falcon and the Winter Soldier. <laughs> of, hey, this guy is giving people good things. We are going to spend the entirety of the of the series telling you why he's actually not so good. Well, again, I, I, I liked it, but I am kind of getting like blue said sick of the Marvel tropes that I keep seeing that it's like, ooh, item, very special, important item. Yeah, exactly. Character has item. Whoa. How did I get this? Bad guy wants said item. Uh. But there's, he's not actually bad. He actually seems kind of good, but there's more to him than meets the eye. Yeah, is he really the bad guy? Is there a true yeah, exactly. bad pulling the strings on that guy? Like, Yeah, who's I, actually bad here? And I don't... I, it's not that I don't like the action sequences. Uh... I, I just want more. I'm kind of sick of the whole, like, let me in. No, don't let him in. Like, I'm never letting you in. But, like, let me in. But, like... Now it's just like, you let him in and let's see some ass kicking. But I don't know a lot about Moon Knight either. So uh, I also do love the little bird skull guy. Uh, I forget what his name is. Like, Auk, uh, some it's something crazy. Egyptian god. The name. god's name, yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. I liked it. So I, 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 think it's, I think it's really good. I'm very excited to see what happens. I'm just a little like, over the tropes. tropes. Well, problem though, I mean, we've talked about this. At some point, every story's been told. Yeah. So. Well, and that's why, like, comic books kind of got in the same tropes as other comic books, is they all follow the same kind of formula. So. I don't uh, know what I'm expecting, you know? I like Oscar Isaac's performance, though. I think he's killing it. I oh, too. Oscar Isaac, insane actor. Also, there's a tweet uh, that said. Where they were like, hey, how do you feel about uh, your fans calling you daddy? And he was like, huh, I don't know why fans call me that, but they're free to call me that. And because of his absolutely normal, muted response, everyone was like, oh, my God, thank you so much, daddy. Thanks, dad. Like, he doesn't, <laughs> yeah, exactly. he doesn't know what can of worms he just opened. Yeah, exactly. You're just like, oh, OK, well. You guys can call me daddy if you want. Imagine if imagine if one of us had that level of following where that like your fans just called you daddy and you just said, Hey, you guys can call me daddy if you want. I mean, you probably could, Blue. If you got like a There's solid VTuber not. model, you could definitely absolutely. get one of those god persona type things and be like, call me daddy, and people would call you, know, you daddy. You know, here's the weird thing. Here's the weird thing. I get so many thirst DMs, and it's like you guys don't even know what I look like, nor would you want to know what I look like. I disagree. It's all in the like, voice. All of the of of us three. What the? Oh, he's back. <laughs> oh, I thought like what his Discord. Fuck? Like I thought he lost internet or power. No, it was Mr. just. Bruce? Yeah, I'm back. Okay. It was. It was just this because, like, I I'm on Discord. My other thing too. I'm just chilling there. I'm like, where, where the fuck should I go? 
<laughs> Where did that go? I'm back. Yeah, I don't know what the fudge that was, but. Uh, but yeah, I can I can easily tell you of the three dream main dream team members, I'm easily the least attractive. So stop, false, stop false. with the, stop with the. First the of all, you're letting society's uh status quo of attractiveness affect that scale. Just ask yeah, Claire. Anyways, so, I am ugly on the inside. All right, so she's like Jesus. Uh, um, if it wasn't for league, if it wasn't for league. He's gold, ladies. Speaking of uh, league, I was trying to think of a segue. Well, Segway. Uh, speaking of segways. Oh, speaking, speaking of, of of hating your life because you're yeah, talking. You were talking about league. Uh I hate the fact that apparently Call of Duty is looking into NFTs. Of course. Oh my god! I mean, obviously, of course. Yeah. That craze hasn't died yet. No, I feel I like mean, it's like two NFTs are worth millions, and then the rest just kind of. I think getting stuck with game developers are still trying to figure out how they can get as much money from. Just this. do CS. I don't get it. Why? Like, just do what CS go. If you really want, like that <sighs> yeah, kind I, of. I gotta agree. If you want that sort of like, oh whoa, like this is individually my own thing just do what csgo does make your own market like it's hard because so much of that market is like it's easy for them to get a a quick cut because of the steam marketplace um but yeah i don't know people are like really overcomplicating nfts when like team fortress 2 and cs did it without well i think directly asking for money I think the problem, one, is they would have to build their entire marketplace ecosystem. Because just like that, like for yeah. TF2 and CSGO it works because it's all going through Valve. And Valve already owns the game. So for them, it's nothing. And they own games. They don't just, right. you know, like they own like, so, like everything. If, I, I don't know, X game that's on Steam wants to do that. They either have to figure out their own entire ecosystem that handles yeah. transactions like that or they go through steam at which case x amount it's probably steam enough where they're, they like don't want to percent of every transaction basically ever yeah enough that where they're like well we don't want to do that so i think that's part of it and then also uh if i'm not mistaken even csgo has been looked at a lot uh it interferes with a lot of international gambling laws does so you then enter territory where you have to skirt around every well, like, specific so in some countries you know how like a csgo case goes and i'll have like a thing in the middle and it's kind of like a slot machine almost and things kind of go to the side uh in a lot of countries that have a lot of like gambling rules it's an x-ray instead so it takes the case puts it behind an x-ray and the x-ray will show you what's in the case rather than like a roulette uh, kind of thing right so that's how they get around that in like countries like I think I think like Belgium has it, Denmark, uh a lot of like Eastern European countries. Well, and they're only cracking down on it more. So maybe that's what they're thinking. Or yeah, I don't know. Maybe they just don't see the value there. And maybe part of that too is because NFTs are so new, regulations and all that stuff. Yeah. Who knows? They can just kinda yeah, and like see this. I think that's the biggest thing is the regulations on NFT are nearly non-existent because they are so new so it's a lot easier to get away with just absolutely hey guys it's a collectible 
uh it's totally fine that uh it's worth uh actual jack shit but <clears throat> this receipt is worth hundred dollars but like what would an nft in a game have to look like for a casual like you guys to even be like oh like that looks cool like i would buy that for my character you know i, like, I mean for me for me the thing in games is like the level of nfts directly how do i how do i word this nfts directly like contrast to what the idea of of like accomplishment in games is right so like oh i accomplished something to get this right like oh i cleared an ultimate to get this really cool weapon i got a thousand whereas nfts is like hey you got this because you bought it and it was a limited time buy it's a rare buy you know what i mean so it doesn't like for me personally my video game excitement comes from what i get from completing something that required me to show a level of skill that is like oh wow that guy's so cool he did this right and with nfts like yeah buying like buying items on the store for everyone to buy at the same price is fair so does that i don't mind that at all but when you start acting like when you start like essentially throwing capitalism into how the perception of of statuses in a game when you start throwing it into like, that's the whole reason I play games is that like that has nothing to do with it is I can just be good at something. And that's what gives me my satisfaction versus now you're like, I already deal with capitalism enough. I don't want to have to see like, Oh my God. Well, that dude has the fucking, the fucking gringle grangle piss piss monster 4,000. He spent a thousand on that. And now it's worth 10,000. Like if I saw that person in game, I would absolutely grief the fuck out of them. I'm absolutely I'm making their life miserable like, wow. in the game. It's like you're the worst. Shut up. See, like part like so, I'm on like both sides. Like I love like getting something like I accomplished. Like hey, like I I got a thousand headshots and now I get fall camo. But I also like hey, you own this thing because you paid a lot of money for it and it's only it's a very rare gun that only like you have that not many people in the lobby will have i also but see, even, get that like but even csgo right you get varying degrees like even though there's very yeah. few that are hyper rare right yeah you can still get cheap versions that are essentially the same thing yeah and you can you get know, like the most expensive op is probably like seven thousand dollars that like i can think of off the top of my head and you could get an op that's five dollars like that just doesn't that is almost the same thing right so it's not like so it's not like you are locked out of having it because of status it's like okay well you can't get like the pinnacle version of it that is super rare so that doesn't hurt as much for me right but and then i could see where the the line gets drawn where it's like, well, I mean, you already participated in it. So like, what's the problem? But it's like, I don't know, dude. It's like a, it, the issue is such a slippery slope. Yeah. Where I just, the I just line is so thin, but the, but the repercussions are just absurd. Yeah. That's my take on it. I hate NFTs. They're dumb. If you really want, like, and they clearly an don't NFT. work. Yeah. Did you, guys, you want... did you guys see the Ghost Recon uh, Wildlands? <laughs> yeah. 
or break of whatever the did. fuck. The, I mean, whatever they were gonna put in that game was gonna. They were like, they're, they God. literally stopped supporting. They're like, yeah, so the NFT didn't work out. Uh, congrats to all the people who have it, I guess, and the five people who play this game. Peace. And it's like you own it, but what's it gonna do for you? It doesn't do anything. Well, and that and that's like what people say. Like when CS:GO it dies or something, it's like okay. You bought this seven thousand dollar op. Well, now guess what? It's worthless now because no one plays the game. Like, so. It and my thinking is like, if you really want some sort of NFT like unique kind of thing, that's kind of the only way to go about it. Because as soon as you say NFT to the gaming community, they're just gonna immediately hate you. And well, no, but if you there try and do some something, NFT bros that are for it, but. Well, yeah, it's not like the entire, say, but, like, but it, I would say majority. I would say a, a minority are for it. Yeah, but I would say if you tried to do something like this, where it was like, hey, like there's these cases and each gun, like sure, you're gonna have a lot of people pissed off as well, but you also are gonna try and do it in that sort of way. But CS:GO's market has been going for I think eight years, nine years now to kind of make what it is today. So it didn't happen in two days. Um, I couldn't tell you what it was like then and people were pissed off about it then. I'm sure they were. I mean, because sometimes you spend a dollar and you get a gun that's worth two cents or you get a gun that's worth or a knife that's worth a thousand dollars. And I don't know. I just don't think NFTs have any place in video gaming like at all. I would just need to see it implemented well because so far all the talks or things we've seen isn't implementing it well. And it just seems yeah. anti-consumer. So I think it can absolutely work. But then you also it's Five still years the, down the road. Yeah, still ethical problems too, is like, is it still um so taxing and bad for the environment? And, um so, yeah, I don't know. It's just so many it's it's not like the problem is right now too, all these companies are like, oh, we see NFTs as something to elevate gaming. It's like, we see NFTs as a way to make more money. Yeah, and that, like you could, just go mask off. Just tell us how it is. And like, Don't be what, like, what you could do is like, like just introduce it like CSGO, okay? Every season in Call of Duty, like there's a collection. And like, just like in CSGO, there's a collection or an operation. And in that collection, there's these cases that people can buy, which people have shown they've like are willing to buy. And it has a varying degree of weapons and stuff. And if you really want to introduce some sort of NFT factor to it, you can have whatever the coverts or whatever the super rare ones that people open up very rarely. You could have some sort of attachment little code to it or something. I mean, you don't need that. But if that's something you really need, like, go for it. But you make already way more money with these stupid-ass skins that people pay $20 a pair for. So just keep doing that. I'd rather you just like straight up be like like the Fortnite, the Fortnite effect, right? Where it's like, hey, here's just a, just fucking, just fucking Everything. give us your money, just fucking, just fucking give us your money, dude. Here, hey, twenty dollars skin, yeah, this is a sick fucking twenty dollars skin. Give us your money, League of Legends, same shit. Hey, I see you like I see you like this character. Here's a fifty dollars skin, baby. Fucking fuck that shit. Pokemon Unite. Stupid $40 skins, dude. Actually, change things, right? Like, no, there's not. That's what I'm saying. There's no skin in League that's even that expensive. The, well, the ultimate skins, and there are five in the game, I believe, are $30. Well, 
Okay, and well, those... guess what? Pokemon Unite, $35 skins, yeah, baby. Like, uh, that the... was absolutely absurd. I would say that but... was the most egregious I had ever seen. Absolutely uh... so egregious, but I'd rather have them yeah. just yeah, straight yes. be like, hey, this is a free-to-play game. This is a real expensive skin. Like, Just pay $35 bucks like... for it. If, if you like it enough, you're going to spend it, but not like, hey, hey, imagine if this game was an NFT. That'd be so cool. Fuck you. No, it wouldn't. Like, That'd that's be shameless. Stupid. But like NFT is even more shameless. It's way more like, shameless. Like you know, it's I like, the lesser of two evils. Like I was uh, watching Ruben's stream the other day, and he added his title "New Event," like Overwatch event. Like let's go! And he's like looking at all the skins, and I go, "Show me the new skins." He show me. He shows me all the new skins, and they're all recolors. Oh, they're reskins of past events. And they're all just white versions of past skins. Doesn't surprise me. I mean, like, what else are they going to do? What like two people are currently supporting content? Yeah. Like, the amount of people, and it makes sense. It's like they have next to nobody helping out with that right now. And so the art team's like, God, ah, we uh, we don't have time. We don't. Uh, can we color it different? And they're like, we might have enough time. And it's, it's like this dude and that dude. And they're like, okay. Uh, yeah, let's we haven't had an event in about six years. Uh, we should do something. Uh, John and Jason, can you guys make something? I'll, like, any I'll bet. any, any yeah, volunteers? Yeah. Two stoner guys in the back. Like, what? Uh, you two, huh? <laughs> uh, Why don't we just make it white? Uh, it is funny, though. Uh, during their announcement or one of their streams or something about Overwatch 2 recently, they joked about like as much fun as it would be, to, you know, to play Junkenstein's Revenge for the seventh year in a row, or whatever. And they were talking about actually because I feel like the problem too when Overwatch came out, I think we kind of talked about it, was it was kind of towards the beginning and craze of live service games, but they weren't exactly a live service game, but they yeah. kind of wanted to support it that way, but it ended up being like neither and so i think what the what they talked about now too is specifically making sure that when the game launches we'll have content and things to come regularly for a long time and it's not like yeah like i hope we don't get junkenstein like if we get like a let's say some different version of junkenstein in october for overwatch 2 come next october i better see something different than the same thing you gave us last october like like it can't be like that, and I almost want something. You know, call me crazy. I want events like Fortnite and Overwatch too. Now I don't know how that can be no done. One can do that. No one can do that because Epic literally has infinite printing. They have a printing. They have a Activision money does it. Not like not like I Epic. Mean, right I mean, point. I mean, they have tried to do that with Warzone and stuff. And while it is kind of cool, it's still nothing like. Even Bungie, with all their stuff, tried to do like their oh, right. live thing, and that like, happened to be like you know two hours of watching a PNG move. Yeah, that was so crazy. I, I just, <laughs> I just think we also underestimate how hard it is to implement something 100%. like that. And not only that, but for like, I think it's only viable at the very top, like Fortnite, or I think Call of Duty. Because the return on yeah, investment... The biggest games in the world. Like, Why doesn't Final biggest. Fantasy do that, Blue? Does Final Fantasy do that? The amount of content they put out... But, I mean, but... Okay, see, so that's different, right? Because 
FF absolutely puts out an absurd amount of like visual content. Uh, every patch, every X pack, it's absurd the amount of work that goes into it. But that's the same deal. Like because it is a subscription based game, they're able to do that. Yeah. Right. People put in money. I put in a lot of money in FF, and I feel like that money is used because the sheer amount of content I get in FF. Maybe it's not always a ton of content, but like when big patches come out, like. I'm like, holy fuck, I have a fuck ton to do like every couple months. Do you think making COD or something like that, a subscription-based game, would fix it kind would, of well, problems we see in gaming today? It's just a different business approach because Epic can be a free-to-play game and they can put out absurd amount of content because Epic, Fortnite is the biggest shooter in the world and it's not even close, right? So versus like an MMO where their content cycle is possible because they have subscribers. It's just different. Right. Uh, and I mean, even then like FF has like a free trial, but like the intention is right. Hey, we want you to eventually subscribe if you like the game versus Fortnite is like, we're going to have a, sh- such a sheer amount of players playing our game and have like death by thousand cuts or what's the opposite of death by thousand cuts. We're, we're going to make so much money off of so many people dropping like $5 here and there. But only they can do that because they're just such a massive. It's Fortnite, dude. It's fucking it's Fortnite. Pardon your regular scheduled podcast listening for this short ad break. I think it's the same thing with Call of Duty. Like, they'll never make Warzone a paywall because they want as many people as possible. I mean, it's just yeah. like mobile games and stuff, too. It's like. You make it free to play. You know, back in my back in my day, ninety nine percent of like iTouch and iPhone games were paid for because it's usually like you pay a buck or two and then you get the app and that's it. But then they realize, wait a second, if we make it free to play, but then just add microtransactions, we actually end up making more money. Yeah, and same thing with gaming now. It's like I think there's an argument for most. Most games that like are multiplayer, live service, anything like that should be free to play because you, you want barrier to entry to be as low as possible. Like in this case, it's really just like own some sort of gaming platform, whether it be just a console or a PC, semi-powerful enough to download. Yeah. And then that's all they need to do and they can play immediately. Make it so they can play with friends and then you try and rope them in um, to like buy things. But ideally... The game is there. You lay it out for them. Like, I don't know. I still think Overwatch should be free to play, but, you know, what do I know? Um, Like, Overwatch 2, I think, I think it's still going to be, like, the 40 bucks or whatever, which isn't, like, massive. And I guess it's Blizzard 2, so why do they care? But lower barrier to entry and then just go more into customization. Like, I think they could add more ways that people would be willing to pay money and customize themselves and then Did we get overwatch this overwatch 2 this year pvp uh i probably i'll say by certainly end of so. year yeah or else ruben might actually not live to see another year poor guy and that's why we've adopted ruben because we know he's like he's our in over there you know like because right, right. <laughs> close beta is in like three weeks, I think. It's like in a couple weeks, yeah. Yeah, so I'll wager that lasts 
Oh, I'm trying to think. Um, well, if it's like the original Overwatch, that one kind of ran for a while. I don't know. I'm going to say like a month maybe. And then it'll go away. And then I would... Something tells me they'll do an open beta. But then I'd like to think that then they're like, okay, well, game's coming out. But I'll say before December this year. Sometime this year, I think. I think we see it November. The, the PBE, though, I think that's next year. Okay, here's a real question. Okay. Do we get Forge in Halo this year? Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. It's a good question. I would like to think so. That game sucks. Well, I was going to talk about it. Uh, I had some segue and then we kept talking. Because uh, I have it written down here. Halo. Uh, the trailer for Season 2 Lone Wolf just came out. Oh, it did? I it haven't did. seen it. It's like 20 seconds. It's just like gameplay. It's not much. Oh. Um, but more people are just talking about it and stuff. I'm like, Jesus. Like, way to just... Like, how do you mess this up? And I feel like this is a way, too, that you... You don't do games as a service. Um, Because it's kind of like the problem Overwatch had, except quicker, because at least Overwatch had content to come out. Um, Halo Infinite came out solid. Like, okay, let's see where this goes. Uh, What, six, seven months later, nothing has changed. And now they're adding their first season or their first new season or whatever. And it adds two maps. One arena, one big team. Wait, what? Two maps? Yeah. And yeah. that's it. I don't think there's like any new weapons. They're like new game modes, aka like infection, which we've had in every Halo from the start. I'm pulling up my Steam right now to see how much playtime I had in Halo Infinite. It's just that's like not the way you go about it. You don't release it and then it's live service, it's free to play. And then you just nothing happens for. Um, so long and now this new season is going to last like five six months or whatever which doesn't seem to be much different except for those one new map for each game or like play type whatever Um, and then on top of that I think Forge or something or co-op was supposed to be with this season delayed so co-op for campaign was still delayed Forge is still delayed Um, there's like what in the world man like, how did you, right, and again, over, under. supposed to release a year ago from when it did, by the way. Over, under, on 15 hours of playtime for me. Over, or under, on 15 hours. Put under. Blue, over, under, 15 hours. Mm, definitely under. 
I had 14 and a half Oof. total hours. And the last time I played was November 18, 2021. And like, I am the biggest Halo stand there was. Like, But I didn't play campaign or anything like that. Just So keep that in mind as well. I have 42 uh, hours. That's about... How much would you say is campaign? Yeah, how much I have more hours is? than Rob has in that game. Like, that's not good. I played the campaign for about an hour and a half. Maybe. Oh, really? Yeah, did I you play, play the campaign at all, Blue? I did not play the campaign. No, I was never interested in it. I just hated the disadvantage I was at controller versus PC. And I was like, what? Why? What am I? And then I was like, what am I playing for? What am I playing this for anymore? You know, like, this obviously isn't for me anymore. Like, it's time to move on. Um, I moved on. You know, I was enjoying just it. It's like I'm moving on from the show. I ain't watching the show anymore. Oh, really? You just kept up? Yeah, I stopped watching episode two. Like, I, was, oh, I started oh. it. Like like you said, he never wears his helmet ever, and I'm like, what? Like I don't care about any of this. Like this is stupid. I'm not watching this anymore. Okay. And I put on antique road shows. <laughs> we do like antique road shows. I love antique road shows. That is a staple in my house. I um, uh, I haven't seen episode three, but yeah, I'm still watching. Well, let um, me know how it is. I'll probably still, still watch it. I, I want to see. I kind of want to see where it goes. Ugh. I have no desire. I just have to look at it like uh, it is it's just a sci-fi show. Dad. Yeah, I just have to I just hate where my drop beloved franchise is in all aspects. Hey man, hey, I made that little tweet thread, you know what I'm saying? Hire me. All right. Hey, I did. Hey, I even <laughs> said, make your own IP, dude. You know me, hey, hire me, Blake and Blue. We'll flesh it out with you. You know, we'll you know, I even gave you the name of the alien race. Uh, yeah, I just which, my fingers. Yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even die. I oh, literally was like. It was like, like the. The, uh, let me look. the, the, the hitographs or something. Or the. <laughs> uh, yeah, tell me what, what you told let me, me to name the aliens. I'm like, why? You're like, uh, my uh, fingers worked magic. Oh, Hytorians. Yeah. That's a badass name. Throwing an S. Historians. Yeah, but like. You could say that with a lot of fucking things, like yeah. throwing a T mm. at Hitorians. What do you mean? Like, but that's not a word. I'm just saying you okay. took historians, you know, you just. Hito- I was. <laughs> that's, well, why you know, they that's... named that? Then, gee, why they named the Hitorians? We got to go into the lore, flesh yeah, that, that out. You know, let's get some designs going. That's what do these dudes look dead. like? What do they best. mean? Those are the. Those are the. Why mi- do they have the, the name, little girl like, leading them? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you know Go. <what? laughs> um. But yeah, so see what Halo 2, but yeah, it's just like, I don't know. So wait, do we see Forge this year? Yes or no? I hope so. Yeah. Um, They've kind of been... They dropped the ball. Yeah. Can we see? Classic. What is, uh, how do I see the player Microsoft numbers of Halo Infinite? flagship, by the way. Uh, you can't on console, but on Steam right now, we're looking at... Yeah, I'm on at... Steam, yeah. Uh, Halo Infinite is sitting at thirty seven hundred. What was its top, What was its top last twenty four hours? Thirty seven. Peak last twenty four hour was seventy nine hundred. All time oh. peak when it came out was two hundred seventy two thousand. So bit of a. That's uh, insane, dude. That which, is... by the way, it's a free to play Halo. You have thirty seven hundred people playing on Steam. Oh, man. Pretty I rough. Mean, 
What are you going to do? Just getting Besides not play it. Yeah. Just, you got to adapt, and the gaming landscape has changed drastically. Uh, so, we got yeah. Halo. Speaking of adapting. Okay, nice. Yeah. Uh, some people have started to wonder and question whether other game developers are going to take note from from software and Elden Ring and it's obvious uh, boom in popularity and fanaticism and culture right now and the fact that it it performs so well and wouldn't you know it, it was just a game that came out completely ready, the game's there and from software also most of their decisions making the game was for consumers not profit they didn't change parts of the game because they're like oh well this will appear to more people or just a wider demographic make, this more, will make money. more money yeah they're like this is the game this is our vision and we're going to do it this way um like even the creator recently talked about because there's all the things about like easy mode or whatever and he was just straight up like yeah, that's cool, but like that's not our vision for the game. Like that's just not the way we see it. And it's like Japan okay, just right. does it differently, dude. I love Japan. Japan just does it differently, dude. Um, Sometimes we love you, Japan. If you're watching, design, <laughs> when it, it comes to game design, undefeated, goaded. You make games I want to play. When it comes to network design, we got to work on that, but we'll get there one day, yeah. baby. <laughs> they, they can't have it all, man. You know. What do you mean network design? What does that mean? We got Smash, every switch, every oh, switch like online. online, yeah, like online, online. play. Yeah. Okay, no. woof. Woo! It can't that be. That is rough. But maybe we can meet somewhere in the middle. You know, let's take a little bit. You know, and you know, give a little give and take. Maybe. Yeah. Well, Elden give Ring, just bit. give me Elden Ring two. Give me, give me some co op lobby. You have a lot of time on Elden Ring. I was playing yesterday. Do and not said, go, No, you don't need to talk about my time on Elden Ring. No, like I said, it said like recently played. So it says nineteen friends who have recently played. Blue has sixty two and a half hours recently played, and I think recently oh played fuck. is two weeks. Or... Oh fuck! Do you guys want to know how much time I have in Elden Ring? Um, I have twenty two hours. How many do you have? Okay, so. <laughs> You you already have triple that in these past two weeks. Uh, I'm gonna say 171 yeah, let's, hours. Let's guess how much time. Uh, Blue really likes the game. How has, guess, wait, how long has the game been out? It's been out since a little what, over February? a month. A little. Yeah, what? It's like because it was right half. before well, Witch Queen. I'm also yeah. not the kind of guy though who likes to play New Game Pluses and stuff like that. Okay, like, I haven't even started New Game Pluses. Okay, and I'm okay. playing. I'm actually planning on doing New Game Plus on stream. Okay, but oh, that'd be cool. So, uh, Elden Ring came at literally the perfect time. Oh, it's, yes, that's a good guess. I looked, so it doesn't really. All right, I want to preface this by saying Elden Ring came at literally perfect storm time. Witch Queen was boring. You know, after the raid, there's nothing to do. Uh, FF, uh, the patch got delayed, so I don't have. Don't have my patch six point one to fall back on. Elden, what else is there to play? Elden Ring. This is in the middle of Blue traveling uh, to visit his significant other. Blue, um, uh, Blue going to uh, get more, get more active. Not, 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 not moving. Uh, you know, not playing games as much. Uh, uh, my parents getting a new puppy that I had to occasionally uh, 
you know, babysit. So a lot of things going on. And so Blue has a lot of time where he doesn't, you know, necessarily want to stream, but he's going to play as Elden Ring. Perfect storm of a lot of things happening. So your boy in 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 the perfect storm has spent approximately 171.2 hours on Elden Ring Get it, son. in the past month and a half. That's pretty crazy. This game's awesome. <laughs> I think that's more than I have in Destiny 2 on Steam. Let me see. Well, that wouldn't surprise me. No, I have 278 hours ah. on Destiny 2 Steam, yeah. Darn it. Close, though. You're coming up on it. Yeah, but see, that's my problem with Elden Ring is I love Elden Ring. Like, it is super fun, and it's awesome, and, like, I'm enjoying the pace I'm going at it in. Um... Uh, my issue is just like when I know I beat it and I beat the last boss, I ha- I'm i not going to do New Game Plus. Like I have no desire for, to do those but things she, like, at all. But she is that a bad thing? I feel like, no. and I think that's, like, that's totally fine if you want to play that. I feel like so many people, like some people are like, wait, so you just like play the game and beat it and that's it? It's like, well, yeah. And I think that's okay for some games. But like, I think that also plays the best of both worlds because for some people who enjoyed it so much or so engrossed or still want to play it, they can. But also Classes, for like builds, all but for yourself, things. yeah, for the most part, like if you did that and you beat it, you're not missing out. Like yeah. you, you've played the game and you're not going to miss out because you're not doing new game plus. I onga bonga like. and I time my circles and I just Unga-bunga. roll. Yeah, and I, I'll get there eventually. Um. Yeah, I mean, like, because that's the thing is, like, for me personally, I like to look at some games that, like, when I'm looking for a game to play, nine times out of ten, I'm the person that's like, I want a game that I can just play and progress. And, like, I'm not always looking for story games. Typically, I don't want to do single-player story games just because I want to be able to play something that a little less direction, kind of like sandbox, make of it what I will. I don't want there to be an end, so to speak. Um, but then in like a game like Elden Ring, it doesn't matter. I'm like, you know, just the journey to the end also is so massive anyway. That like just like that, like by the time I usually get to the end of the game and beat it, I would have put in enough time that like I would have any other game if I wanted to. So I'm like, yeah, I got my my lion's share. I'm full. Yeah. Um yeah, Elden Ring is sick. Hey, Game Fox. So we'll see because some people also drew some comparisons because uh, I haven't heard you say anything about it, but the new Lego Star Wars Skywalker saga came out. Uh, okay, I've so heard a lot about that game, and I, I actually am really interested to hear Rob has to say. I actually I saw him streaming it. only played the first three episodes. I played one, two, and three. Um, one, two, and three took me about like seven hours. And I will say this, dude. So it's like this open, it's not open world. I would, I, I, but you like walk around like the worlds and stuff like that. Or like, for example, um, what's the episode one, uh, princess Amidala is like from their Naboo Naboo. or something like, yeah. So you can like walk around Naboo or like the old Republic and like walk from mission to mission. It's like, Oh, like we need to go to the Senate to talk to the guy. So instead of you like just going from cutscene to cutscene, mission to mission, you actually like, oh, walk to a taxi, like get in the taxi, pick Senate, go to the Senate. And like while you're in those kind of free roam zones, there's also like the little bricks you can get to collect and all that sort of stuff. Um, 
It's like my Star Wars wet dream. Like, it's awesome. But also my wet dream nightmare. Because there is like, I think, 1,168 total bricks to collect. Good. Yeah. Like, and that's like 100%ing the game. And I used, I 100%ed the old Lego Star Wars back when, like, in high school, like, middle school. And, and also, can I just say, like, I have watched Star Wars countless of times. There is some sort of charm that Lego Star Wars, like, has and the Lego Star like, the way they write in it, the, they, they have these little jokes, but only, like, little things Legos can do because the world is Legos, so it's like they have these little kind of built-in Lego jokes that just work so well. I'm saying it right now. Give Lego Star Wars a movie. I'm serious. Like, give... I don't know what yeah, it would look Lego like. They did Lego Batman. They could yeah, do that. Like, but do some sort of Lego Star Wars movie. That was and Warner I'm Brothers. In. They got to get I'm Disney in. on board to license hey, to make Legos. What does hey, it mean? Yeah, but I would love to see a Lego Star Wars movie because it cannot get worse. I mean, I'm I would too, but think about they don't license out Star Wars movies, you know? I don't know. I, I would mean, like this. Like I like Lego license Batman. Out Star Wars movies, but they just give the script out for the entire trilogy to whoever they want. Ohio. <laughs> oh, it would be so. And like, there's just these little jokes. They're so. It's just so funny, and it just adds these little, this extra little layer to this to the stories that like Star Wars has told. And well, it's just <clears throat> the fun pace. It's it's a ton of fun. And I'm so I'm playing four, five, and six actually later tonight. I did see one clip. That practically just made me want to play the game because um, Palpatine and Darth Vader or something like arriving their death ship or whatever in their starter story. They're like coming out in the hangar. They're walking. And then behind them, all the like stormtroopers are like lined up, like waiting for command or whatever. And then you have like the fleet officer and he starts freaking out in the background, running around while Emperor and Vader are just talking to each other. And in the background, yeah. you can see all the stormtroopers somebody like kind of tips over and then it starts like the domino like <laughs> so like in the background this fleet officer yeah. is like running around trying and they're just fall you just see all of the storms one by one by one until yeah, the very dude, end it's, it's like, hilarious Poof. it's just like those little like meta jokes are just so awesome yeah, uh it's like that's my kind of game well and it's just like it makes fun of like this the terrible star wars story it is too like like from episode one it's like uh Padme meeting Anakin, and she's like, oh, you're so, like, little and cute. And then, like, episode two starts, and he's like, hey, Padme. And she's like, oh, <laughs> like, Annie, you've grown so much. And then, like, oh, and then in episode three, I'm going to spoil this. Uh, so if you don't want any Lego spo Star Wars spoil for you, uh, skip now. Uh, General Grievous dabs on you. <laughs> He dabs all I mean. like he he drops a. It is <laughs> like full blown dabs in Obi Wan's face. Hello there. It's pretty funny. And then and also one. like I I will say this: the gameplay is actually legit. Like you can do cool cool crazy combos and stuff like that. The game is incredibly easy. Like let's just get that out of the way. It's a game made for kids. Like it is very easy. There's no difficulty to it at all so i have seen people go like it's a little too easy it's fucking lego star wars all right relax greg all right um but that was in the same vein though as like elden ring it's like this complete game came out people are really enjoying it and you know that's it's all it needs to be
There have been a little, there have been like some bugs and stuff, like the cutscene will start and like I can move my guys without like the cutscene starting and stuff, but nothing major. But game is sick. Uh, <laughs> I plan on beating it, uh, 100%ing it though. We'll see. That is a lot. Yeah. The, the, the last game I 100% was Ghost of Tsushima. And then before that, Couldn't even Not a completionist. Probably Far Cry 3. Yeah, I think Infamous Second Son was the last game I really... Because for me, I think for part of it... For whatever reason. Part of it, too, is like... um, Like, just like that. At, at a certain point where it's like, there's 1,100 bricks. I'm like, all right, you lost me. But if they're like, there's 100, I'm like, oh, well, that's kind of doable. Maybe I can try that. Yeah, but it's then like it's like... 1,168. Yeah, if I like finish the story and they're like, you have... A third of twelve hundred. You have like four hundred. I'm like, eh. well, and then it like shows you like at the end of episode one, I had like fifty percent of like completion of it, and then like episode two was like thirty two percent, and then like episode three was like twenty percent. So it's a it's a sweet ass game though. So I'm really excited about it. If Elden Ring didn't come out, it would be my game of the year by far. Um. Anything else we want to touch on? Um, I saw Craig Robinson at a comedy club yesterday. Ooh. That's um, uh, Hot Tub Time Machine, The Office. Uh, Brooklyn oh, Nine-Nine. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's hilarious. Big fan I, of him. I will say he was the least interesting part of the show. Oh, who? It's a little disappointing. Um, uh, was well, the open, were the openers like? Yeah, openers good? killed it. That's great. Uh, well, that was because there's like this com. Uh, what the fudge is it called? I've actually I've been to comedy shows before too. I've actually, in my experiences, the openers always some managed to win me over more so than the actual headliner. Well, it's it's because his his part of it, like the last hour when he came out, wasn't bad. It just wasn't comedy. He like performed, mm-hmm. but. It was so like he was at the com whatever the fudge comedy store, uh, and it's sold as like you know, um, in person comedy acts and stuff. And it's pretty intimate comedy store. It's like what maybe yeah. 60, 50 people in the crowd, like something like that. Uh, if you had like there's like a small upper balcony, it's probably oh, like hundred right. people or something. Um, but the openers came out great. The guy right before him, I can't remember his name. I just remember his last name was Dix, D-I-X, because there's plenty of jokes about that. Um, you love Dick, you love a good Dick joke. Yeah, of course. You do stand, but it was so good. And I was like, perfect. He perfectly warmed up for Craig. And then Pee Pee Poo Poo came out. <laughs> and, and, then and then Craig Robinson comes out, and he it was essentially an hour of karaoke sing along. Pretty much what it was. He just played on his piano an literally hour for an hour. Yeah, that's a he, long. He never stopped playing the piano, and it was just like, like you guys think I sing a lot. Just imagine he just bounces around from songs for an hour. Yeah, dude. And like I'm gonna be honest, I like I said, like music. Someone playing music in a in a setting that is very intimate. I'm that is. Super I'm uncomfortable. Although it wasn't, yeah. but it also, but I mean, the difference here was it wasn't like. And he was joking around. It was upbeat things, and he was trying to get everyone to sing along and stuff. But that's what it was for an hour, the whole thing. And I was like, "When are we getting to like that?" 
Like, oh, some too. jokes, bitch. Yeah, I think I laughed like once during Craig Robinson's. And, set. And, was it like a? Yeah, I was gonna. Uh, but I'm sitting here like, I feel like I've been swindled. Yeah. Like that's just it. It's like if I and had it known, as like a piano thing. No, like if I had known, like he performed. It was a show. But it wasn't a comedy. Were you so. like, I want, why is this piano on the stage? Like, what? Well, I thought he'd do like a little bit or add it in, but no, he just played the piano for an hour. Like he's Bo Burnham or something? Yeah. So, yeah, it was just disappointing. Because like before, everyone was hilarious, laughing, it was great. And then, yeah, Craig Robinson fell kind of short, which was a bit of a bummer. It also kind well, of That's felt, comedy. Well, I'm not going to lie. Know? It kind of felt like he's like, hey, I'm the people know about. And I can pretty much do whatever I want and get away with it. And everyone else before me was funny. They did the hard work. Would you feel like, did you feel sit here and... your opinion was the opinion of the crowd as well? Or would you say mm. you were in the minority? Was everybody seeming to have a good time? Plenty of people were participating. And I, I have to imagine me along with some other people were like. Did you go with Claire? Not... Yeah. She enjoy it? Yeah, she did. Um, she liked the piano thing? She thought it was okay. But it was okay. kind of the same thing. It, like that's not what we were expecting. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I have to imagine other people in the audience were, it was, it was just more like, is this it? We just kind of thought there'd be like a stand up act kind of thing. Um, but overall, yeah. it was hilarious and I would go back for sure. That's good. Um, maybe Sydney and I will meet you down there one day. I uh, wonder if, uh, a dude who I like, he became a really big fan of his name's, I think it's like, uh, no, it's not. Uh, uh, no, I'll have to figure out. It's like Ian something. Uh, he's hilarious, but he was like the opener. Ian Edwards. Uh, he has like a soccer podcast. It like turns out he's like this really big soccer fan, but he opened for somebody that I saw in LA. Um, I forget. See, I even forget who the headliner was that we saw in L.A. But he opened for them, and he was so funny. Uh, he's like one of the comedians that like I still follow to this day. And actually, he actually became like pretty decently big. Like, got to the point where he was like on Joe Rogan before COVID and all that shit. Um, he's uh, really really funny. And I like uh, his soccer podcast. Like, I think it's like soccer comedy. It's like comedians watching soccer or something like that. Is like soccer com- soccer comic rant. All things comedy. Yeah, he's dope. Big fan of his. He was like, like that was my first comedy show, and I'm always like, eh, like I like watching comedy, like in, but like being in person and having the pressure of like having to think somebody's funny and like, ha ha ha, like audible laughing, you know. Well, uh, so that's why that I, dude came out and just like killed it. That's why I hated the music part, though, is it's like it wants everybody to sing along. Look, I'm gonna be honest. I'm not the guy you want in a crowd that needs a lot of participation, all right? Yeah. I'm, I'm not the, in a choir. I'm like, the perfect bystander effect when it comes to crowd engagement. I'm like, so, somebody else will engage. Like, that's... You don't clap? That's just not me. I clap. But then stuff like that or like, you know, everybody sing or uh, say this or... I'm just kind of yeah, like... Yeah, one time, one one time in high school, I went to a singing church and that was uh, very, very interesting. Uh... Because, like, everybody was singing but me. And, like, it was weird. Yeah, like... Uh, but overall, yeah, just go to more comedy stuff. It was really fun. Um, 
Not that I get out much. Um, Speaking of comedy stuff. Uh, well, well, there's two things Blue wanted to touch on. The first one, do you want to do the the Jada comment? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't know about that. I don't this. know if you guys saw that Jada comment, but... Uh, no, I didn't. Okay, so... I would like to preface that last week I did defend Will Smith and Jada pretty hard, and a lot of people didn't like that, to which I respond, I'm gonna that be sucks for you. I didn't however, even look. I didn't even want to. I didn't even however, look. However, <laughs> like, you can have your you. opinions. I just. However, this week I cannot defend them because what? holy shit, dude, she had a five the bar five. was low. So <laughs> Jada Pinkett Smith responds... She 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 lets everyone know. She says to some I don't know like the Hollywood Reporter or something. I don't For even sure. know who it was. She says, "I wish he didn't do that." And I was like, "Oh, she's going to say physical violence is never good." She said, "I'm not a woman who needs protecting." And I was like, "Oh, Jada." Uh, wait, she Jada. wait. I saw. The, okay, so like, I will say I saw that, but then I just saw it like with. Jada and Will like taking a picture and it was just like text above them. I wasn't going to take that as like I look at anything now and like I just said fake. That is fake news. You know? <laughs> I don't Until, know if like, it was I, or not but I saw it and I was like damn. So if that is I could see that happening. Well the I think the weirdest thing though I think it just paints more light in the picture like there was the I did see this one because it was just on Reddit Um like the I don't know when it was some time ago, but it like resurfaced, but it was like some IG live feed thing Jada did with Will in their house or something. Uh, but if you watch it, it just kind of shows the relationship. It's just not a healthy one. Um, so like, I, I, I hope the best for him, but yeah, I think that's just part of it is they're just in a really complicated, messy Oh, and I'm then saying, on top that, of that, everything is aired out. Like, yeah, it's I don't whole... think Will should be kicked out of the academy. All that stuff, though, like, or give his word. But I think that's a crock of shit. Like, I think as long as he apologizes, to Chris Rock and stuff, whatever, let him stay. Hey, he joins like, the. I list. don't think it's that deep. He like, joins the list of what, like three others? That's what I'm saying. Like, Bill I don't Cosby, think it's that Jeffrey deep. Epstein, and like, yeah, and some <laughs> other fucking freak. Like, <laughs> I like to say he's like like that is awful. Like that is not cool. Like, well, that is no, where I draw I, the line. I think the. The point and the reason he did it is What's because to be like I tone. Like, well, that and it's just like what he did. The whole point was it was disrespectful to the event. Everyone out, like he it took marred away the from entire right. Like you know, it wasn't talking about like oh, like the the death movie one. Yeah. See, I don't even remember the name of the Coda, movie. Kato, Kodo. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I think that's part of it. Is just like it was an affront. Not even necessarily the fact that he did what he like specifically he did what he did. It's just that what he ended up doing was disrespectful to his peers, and like you know you're supposed to be held at a higher standard, or whatever. If you're in this blah 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 blah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, anyways, just a weird. Comment, uh, pretty funny. Sometimes it'd be that way. Uh, yo, second thing I wanted to talk about. Speaking of uh, funny. my April Fools. Um, post uh got a lot of traction that i didn't expect uh i did a i I did a my dot 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 experience with the dream team uh and it was uh it was the everyone's like oh my god oh no 
people in the comments were like, oh, I, the way I saw this tweet immediately and had to click yeah, it. Yeah, dude. Like, it's April 1st. Like, you knew what you, like, you knew. And I was like, I mean, to be fair, I posted it pretty late April 1st, but I did that because I was like, all right, all, all the all the big April Fool jokes are gone. Time to, time to, time to do one more bait. And oh, so they think I did it's a, done a, with? Yeah, so I did a, I did a, I did a, a, a hug and smell tier list. Uh, of the dream team it wasn't really a tier list it was more like uh here's what i think everyone smells like and also uh here's how good they hug um the main dream team very kind to except for fruit um you know i did say straight up but again mr fruit has admitted this this man can sneak a protein fart and to him he thinks well, that one didn't smell that bad that's cap they're potent i'm used they're to dangerous. my scent bro my my He's a great brand great great hug man though very muscular he would he could kill me on a scale of one to could kill me definite nine out of ten hug would never uh rob smells like cats very nice very nice and uh also pretty gentle hugger he's very gentle but uh as we found out it's because he uh not really into hugs and i respect that it's not that like i'm not like into hugs i'm just not like Ah, like me. Yeah, you're not about it. You're not, all, it you're not about the hug life. Let me put like, unless like I truly like love the person. Like, like I love you guys. So like I'll put like everything into those. But like, if it's like I don't know, Meemaw the second or something like that. You know, it's like all right. Like, yeah. but I don't know. Like, I don't know. COVID's kind of made me weird though. That's totally fair. But like, and then I also like maybe when I go to events and stuff, like I haven't hugged in a while, so maybe that is also I'm why out of practice, I have this weird. You know? Yeah, I'm out of pra- I'm out of the flow of you know what that what goes into that. So I had to ask as a little mini Q and A, what are some of the most memorable smells and or hugs from the Dream Team you remember? Um, I would definitely say the first hug I had with you was definitely memorable because it was just yeah. like a an accumulation of just accumulation or I don't know what I'm looking for. There's just just everything from like meeting us first meeting in the PlayStation 4 party and you know having all that success on YouTube and stuff like that and then just being oh, still a normal LA guy. One. Yeah, just still being like just a normal guy and also having to be like this is Frank like we hugged for like, we hugged for a good long time at Yeah, that yeah. And so, um, I mean, I love hugging you guys. Cause like, you guys are like my friends and like, I truly like care for you guys. So all, all the hugs feel good with you guys. Uh, smell, see, I don't like hug and go. Not really, yeah. Like I don't give like a big, like, I don't know how you guys smell, uh, blues. You smell like laundry detergent, you know, Fuck like, yeah. like from what I like, shit. that's what I think of. Good shit. Um, Christian just smells like like, but that's not a bad. Like, he just smells like human. Like he just, I don't think he smells that's like anything. He's got a very neutral. He's got a very yeah, neutral just, smell. Just human, if like that. <laughs> Thanks, man. Clean human. Yeah, I like that. And then me, it depends. Like, if I smell like, it depends on like where I'm going. Like, if I know I'm gonna be around people. I'll make sure I have deodorant on and like a, See, a spray. Also, like the first time I, I smelled you, you smelled nice, nice little cologne. But like as like, especially fruits on it, as like we just started to hang around and get a little more oh, comfortable. Yeah. Stoner. He's a cat hair man. We like that. Yeah, you just, yeah. <laughs> Whatever stoner smell is. 
there's definitely definitely a little waft of Mary J. I will say, you know, I thought of you yesterday. I parking garage, I exit, and there's people token up in the car like next to us. And when I just smell weed, it's like raw. Don't token the car though. Yeah, but I'm just saying when I like smell weed, it was just reeked of weed, and I was like, Rob. Oh, there's Rob. (laughs) I hope he's out there smoking something. Like you know, smells give you something, and yeah, I get that. It's not a bad thing. Yeah, no, it's a great thing. And if I hated like, you, it'd be a bad thing. Like, that thing. like, oh, I smelled tequila the other day and thought of you, Rob, because you love tequila. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like I, you guys know why you're at my intervention, you know? <laughs> we used to record every day, and then you started drinking tequila. <laughs> it all changed. Wouldn't stop drinking. And you drink Dosekis. I don't always drink, but when I do. When I have alcoholism. <laughs> Um. Yeah, no. I, the first hug, or one of the most memorable hugs. Two of them. One was Arios's when I first met him. Dude. Uh, and this was back like twenty fourteen. This is before I was even doing Miss Fruit. It was the first pack South went to meet him. Um. And he was. He especially then just wore the baggiest clothing he could possibly wear. Like just like for a dude who like let's say he normally wears like a large, he he would just walk around with like three XL. Just I don't know why. Uh, maybe he's comfortable. But so I didn't know what to expect. But when I hugged him, it hurt because yeah. he's so chiseled. I was yeah, like, he's Jesus. Chiseled, yeah, I was like, Jesus Christ, Arius. Like, why do you wear You're such yoked. you could probably you could probably like turn the waterworks on for this room yeah. if you just wore four. I think that's clothes. why he knows he knows what would happen if he didn't. The he world has just to hide. Can't handle he's like it. Superman. Well, I, I and the reason I'd always kind of had an inkling, I think I talked about it, was he wore some baggy sweatpants, but you could still see those cheeks in sweatpants. And that's when he kind of was like, dang. Like, okay, if he if that's showing through, dude's chiseled. And then the second one would be when I first met you, which was like that 2016 Pack South, whenever that one was. Um, yeah, I hugged you, and I think we talked about it, whatever. But you had like some certain axe clone or something, but it was it was magical. <laughs> oh yeah, everyone would not stop talking about how good I smelled, and I was like, hey, do, was, am I okay? Like, am I? Smell what do you guys think about me? It's like, and, an, and I think I remember asking. I was like, cloud. "Hey, I, I remember asking." I was like, "So, what was your first impression of me, guys?" And they were like, like you smell great." Good. And I was like, "Damn it!" It's like, a lot worse impressions, you know. That's true. If that that's your very... first impression, I think you're doing fine. Uh, do we want to move on to uh, some Patreon questions? Let's, Let's get do it. it, gamer. Uh, Finier has a question. Uh, says, have y'all ever been bit by a dog? Recently got bit by one in Boston and it was traumatizing. No, oh. but I have been attacked by a cat before. And like that was fucking, I mean, I w- okay. So I use attack very lightly too. Like it didn't, wasn't like, wah, 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 wah. but like her name was Minnie and she would like chase me up the stairs. Like as soon as I like, wouldn't make eye contact with her anymore. Uh, and like start walking to my room, she chased me and like swipe at me at the stairs. It was Run. like, do, 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 oh, do, 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 do. oh, for real. Like, like I'd be like this, and as soon as it got to here, she like would boom, like start <laughs> coming for me. 
Um, and that's why, like, I kept a baseball, uh, not a baseball, um, like a golf club at, like, the top of the stairs. No, just so, like, kind of, like, a little kind of keeper <laughs> yeah. in between. Like, I would never, like, hurt an animal, but, like, just please, like, like, just stay away from me. Because, uh, fuck, dude. If a cat wants to hurt you, it'll hurt you. And then one time, uh, my yeah. cat, Sam, back in the day, I was trying to hold him. This was totally on accident. This was not his fault. But it just makes me think of it. Um, I was holding him like this and I dropped him and like, he was trying to like grab onto something and he had his claws out. And as he was falling, he cut my lip with his claw as he was falling and like cut my lip like in half. Um, I've never been bit by random dogs, but my own dogs, um, my family dog growing up, Brady, he was this pretty big Maltese. Great dog. Yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, um, yeah, I don't know if I mentioned before, me this. in his yeah. later years, uh, he we eventually had to put him down because of a uh, brain tumor. But so for like the year leading up to when we had to put him down, what happened was that tumor was getting bigger and bigger and it was pressing on a certain part of his brain. And so at random times, like he would just straight up go Cujo. And he would never do it before. And like it was literally like that it wasn't him. It was just this brain tumor, pre- and then he would just kind of lose it. Um, and I mean, like, Rapid animal, punch. like, yeah, like, straight up, like, I'm wrestling this thing to the it. ground. Yeah, it, it was only, you know, he was only 15, 16 pounds. But my yeah. God, when he's in full, and you're also trying to knock it bit and trying to, like, handle him, you would just essentially just have to smother him in a giant blanket if you could. Um Ethan, my younger brother, would make it worse because he'd be too afraid to get close. And so he too would take a thing, but he took a broom. And you should see that broom, man. That broom lost. Like he would kind of put the broom, yeah. like try, and then just completely destroy the broom. Um, so I got bit by him a couple times, um, but only ever when he was kind of in that yeah. um, state. And then I've gotten bit by really only Appa. Uh, Olive's never really bit me, but that's when I'm trying to break up them fighting, and then yeah. I I catch a stray. Um, <laughs> Catching strays out of here. Yeah, it's like bro, calm down. And unfortunately, yeah. Appa doesn't know how to regulate himself. It takes him a little while to cool down, so he's still like, "Let me at him, let me go." Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home. It can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.
Ever tried to break a bad habit and felt like you're climbing Everest and flip-flops? Yeah, we've all been there too. But here's a breath of fresh air. Fume. It's not about giving up, it's about switching it up. Fume takes your bad habit and simply makes it better, healthier, and a whole lot more enjoyable. Fume is an innovative, award-winning, flavored air device that just does that. Instead of vapor, fume uses flavored air. Instead of electronics, fume is completely natural. And instead of harmful chemicals, fume uses delicious flavors. I love how this thing looks. It's beautiful and real wood. The shape of it is so cool. And I look cool using it. So if you want to be like me and break your bad habit, start the year off right with the good habit by trying fume.com slash GG and getting the journey pack today. Fume is giving listeners of the show 10% off whenever they use the code GG to help make starting the good habit that much easier. So make sure you guys check it out in the description. Try fume.com slash GG. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. But that's it for me. Uh, I think the only time I've ever had, like, gotten blood drawn from a dog bite was my, uh, my old family chihuahua, Chloe. Absolute monster very food aggressive and we tried everything to get her to not be food aggressive uh man we could not get anything to work so when she would like find something that she should not be eating and we had to get it away from her right because it's like okay like if you eat this you're gonna get sick wow um could that dog bite the fuck out of you uh yeah, uh, yeah, I've I had some blood drawn from that dog a couple times. Uh, man, could she fucking murder you? And it was only because it's just, it makes it worse because it's like I literally need to get this from you, or you're going to get sick. Because she would love to bring things in that just would clearly be like, you can't eat that feather, that bird feather. You you cannot eat that. Stop I have it. to take it from you. But it was hers. What I do. It was hers, and like you try to take it from her, <laughs> she would bite the shit out of you. So that's the only time I ever really had blood drawn from a dog. That shit hurts. Dog bites are yeah. terrifying, especially yeah. little dog bites. They hurt because they're centralized, very precision, precision accuracy dog bite. Like big dogs, that probably suck balls too. But like small dogs, it's like. They go for like fingers, they go for toes, you know, and like those are those are the parts of me that I find to be the least I don't want that to get bitten. Well, so. Claire was telling me, I guess this was like kind of recent. Um, there was this like dog sitter um, and these people are like going out of town, but they had like a pit bull and a German shepherd or something. And so they wanted to just like let the dogs be introduced to her while they were there and stuff before they left. So they just kind of knew, knew her, knew her scent. It was all good. So like a week before she went over, hung out with them for a couple hours, whatever, met the dogs, reacquainted, went through the whole thing, knew what she had to do. So the next week she comes over. Uh, once the family's gone the first day or whatever, 
um, opens the door, um, and before she can close the door or do anything, um, they grab her uh, and just drag her into the house. There's like footage of it or something somewhere. They had like security thing. It just straight looks like a horror film apparently. Just like gets dragged into the house um, and then gets dragged like kind of in like the middle of like the living room or whatever. I think I saw this on like Good Morning America, I think. And they sat there and just started ripping her face apart. Both I of saw, the, the pit bull I and saw like Shepherd. the crime scene photo and it looked it And so bad. it was a good thing. I can't thing. believe that woman survived. It was a good thing she didn't end up closing the door because the only reason anyone came was the alarm went off and no, nothing stopped it. So the police showed up and it took apparently the police like 20 to 30 minutes to get to the girl because they saw them, but they couldn't get past the dogs. Um, and she was only like 30 feet into the house. Um, and yeah, they say when they got there, like I think she had like think they thought 10% died, of blood left or something. Yeah, yeah. like she had no face essentially yeah her it, whole it, body it, it reminds me a lot of the the woman who got attacked by the chimpanzee almost um all those years ago and so yeah she I had like almost really her entire body like regrafted and but that's just like some of the strong-willed woman right there yeah no kidding but yeah dogs especially pit bulls i know people it's are like so, oh pit bulls aren't yeah. bad but it's instinctual and you need a really good, really good owner. And even then, sometimes all it takes is pitbulls, especially. Well, it's so hard because like people are like, like I agree that pitbulls are amazing dogs, and like a good pitbull, like pitbulls, like the litmus test on how to raise a dog. Like if you're a good owner, pitbulls are probably like just absolutely harmless babies. But if you're a bad owner, man, can you tell? And because my mom had family members straight up attacked by pit bulls before and like actually mauled and have scars in their bodies. Right. She's like, she's like, okay, this isn't a pit bull thing. This is like a dog thing. Like never, if a dog is just on its own and is wandering around, never approach a dog, never approach a random dog, never approach a stray dog. Like you never know what the dog's type. I approach stray kitties. But some yeah, stray kitties are smart, though. There's a reason kitties why are, they're kitties, stray. Kitties are not they don't as let you come dogs. They don't dogs let you come near them. Yeah, dogs can will. Dogs can and will fuck you up. Cats. That's, cats that's are how you more. A little more. You know, they're not as tanky. You know, they're they're glass cannon DPS. Yeah, they're, they're defense. That's how you know, well. like a good stray from a bad stray. So you'll try and walk up to the stray and it'll start running away. And she goes, "Honey, it doesn't have a home." I'm like, "And it doesn't want one." Like that's why it didn't come <laughs> yeah. up to you. Like, and it's like, "Hey, I so, enjoy my food." Like, more often than not, it's like happy to be out and like doesn't want you to come near it. So you got to remember, dogs, especially big dogs, the tanks are straight up threats. And like, it's unfortunate because like even, even like. Because people talk about how unfair it is that like daycares and like yeah, like a few know, bad like, apples like onboarding for vet is, but it's like that's the reality is like because how dependent the temperament of a dog, a dangerous dog is on you know like dependent on the owner, like they can't like 
It's just such a wild card, so it's hard. It just sucks. Well, it just it just sucks. And part of the problem, especially, I mean, there's a reason it's usually pit bulls because it's in their nature. They were bred to fight insane th- like bulls and whatnot. Well, so I think uh, what people just fail to realize is like, and it's happened. You can train certain dogs perfectly, but all it takes is one. The problem too is like, you know, look, my corgi. Let's say there's one moment they snap. It's a lot easier to make sure nothing happens or not, like nothing serious is going to happen. But like one moment, a pit bull, you know, snaps in that one moment. It's a lot different when yeah. they get a chance. And so it's like, yeah, you, you could play it perfectly. And I'm not against people only pit. Like I'm not saying one way or the other. But the reality of the situation too is we're trying to stop hundreds upon hundreds of years of conditioning essentially. And so I've, I mean, it's tough. yeah, I'm in the same boat. It's like, you have to, it's, I don't think anything's wrong with pibbles. I think pibbles are amazing. I you love pibbles. Never I put think, your I dog in a situation where you can't trust your dog too much. Right. I don't, for me personally, I don't think safe. you can trust any dog too much. Like when people like dogs are family, right. But like, I'm not going to let boomy like just walk out leashless that no. dude will go find a million birds to kill and he's not coming back. Right. <laughs> so like, when I'm like, Oh, but you should let your dogs off your, you, can, you should let your dogs off their harness. And it's like, shut up, Susan. There's still animals that rely on us. And like, even like, you know, when people are like just letting their dogs walk out leashless, it's like, Hey, you are still responsible for what that dog does. I know they're family, but do you, you, you are responsible. And that's the same thing. Pipples. Can I, can so, I have a, Hot take here, and it's, about, and it's it's more so about just dogs in general. Okay, can we just stop bringing dogs in public places, like like a grocery store or like the dispensary? Well, I mean, or like the only people you know, that can should we be bring doing them that. Into Petco's, like, don't bring them into your off. Like, I don't get the it. only people like, that I should just, be doing that anywhere. They they should be. Uh, like dogs. if they're like like seeing eye dog or like care like dogs that genuinely like help and dogs with a job. Like, I don't get why people just like, I'm bringing my dog into the grocery store. And if store you're going to bring like, them, don't bring them like, oh, we're going to have a walk at Ross. Oh, I hate it. Bro, bring them, bring them, stop. Like, I, it's I become it. the norm in my town. Their or family, something. I get it. I see them everywhere. You have to take care of your dog, which also means being, being mindful of people around you. People in public are allergic to dogs. Can't be just bringing him everywhere. Oh, Someone he's okay. He's not gonna. But yeah, I don't exactly. want your dog sniffing on me and licking me. All right, I don't want that dog. All right, get that get shit together. And if you're gonna, and if like, and I'm not saying leave your dog in your car because you, that's equally response irresponsible. You dumb fuck. Don't leave your dog in the car when it's hot. But like, if you're gonna bring him in, like, make sure they're carried. Uh, make sure have like a little 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 chihuahua purse. I fucking love seeing small dogs and little chihuahuas at like anywhere. That's great. But don't be like, yeah, I'm gonna bring my uh my like, my 100 pound golden retriever into Walmart. Yeah, get away from me. Oh, is that your service dog? No, he just wanted to go for a walk. No, this Hell, is Jerry. This is That's what that means. Get out of Probably here. shouldn't bring him in the Walmart. All right. Glad to know I'm not um, alone on that. Okay, let's move on to the next question. We'll be here forever. Uh, Whittle goes, how's the gym going? Got inspired by you guys and have been going about three months, uh, five times a week. Well, don't let what I'm about to tell you derail you because I haven't been going for the past month. So 
Ebb and flow. It happens. Don't beat yourself up. Uh, I'm trying to find a time to go. Uh, I'm getting back into a groove. I've, <clears throat> I always go and do something. Um, but the way I've tried to see it too is like, even if I only go and do cardio, or even if it's only a little bit of this, like it's still something. And the problem I would do too is if I go and then I don't get a good workout or I go and I don't do anything or just a little bit of cardio, I'd beat myself up. But in reality, like, okay, if I went, maybe I didn't get a good thing, but I still went, I still did X amount of cardio, even if I didn't, or maybe I did weights, but I only got through like a third of it. Problem was I was always beating myself down, but it's not. It's like, eh, we got another day. We got plenty of days. Stay at it. And so now I'm starting to finally get back into a groove and it's, it's going well. And then on top of that, um, eating right. And yeah, I'm down to, I'm down 15 pounds right now. So oh boy. And you can tell this man look looks good. absolutely cut. You look good. Mm-hmm. Damn bitch. Uh, to find else. I know you um, just incorporated jump, uh, jump rope. You said earlier, uh, working out's a lot less important to me than diet. Um, if I skip like a week of working out, okay. Oh, well, um, for me, the thing I've learned is diet. If you're going to, if you're going to skip, like if you're going to mess up on something, make sure it's not your diet. Yeah. Uh, I've messed up. I, I, there's, there's I days I don't go. That's hard to do. I could never. It's so do hard, diet. but I also don't want to be fat. Uh, so, so like, you know, the gym's nice. The gym's nice for getting some muscle and, you know, get keeping yourself good active. Sweat. Yeah, good sweat. Very going. important. Uh, but I am still to, you know, there's time. There, I'm not saying I I never mess up my diet, but like, and it's not like I'm like have a strict diet, right? Like I still have a nice fucking good fucking Taco Bell every now and then, you know what I mean? Yeah. But like, that's the way to most, do it, I think. But like most of my meals are like trying to be mindful you know maybe have a little maybe have a couple mangoes for lunch you know maybe have a nice uh nice healthy choice steamer those things bang uh uh and then for dinner uh i'm absolutely going to rip into some fucking taco bell but like you know that's the way to do it like you because then like you'll you'll hate yourself if you just go hard on a diet you'll hate yourself you'll hate everything you won't want to do anything else and then you'll have one day where you fucking snap and then you just will eat and then uh that's why like i'm slowly i'm doing this thing where like i'm trying to eat oats so like uh we have like these overnight oats for like i'm trying to eat for lunch and then i'm just trying to eat one meal a day for dinner but also just trying to have like Something where I'm eating that it's like actually nutritious for me, so I'm gonna I'm gonna follow your uh, suit, Blue. Let me. Keep, I mean, keep me you up don't to need to. You're you're in. Maybe you're not in the shape you want to be, but no, I'm but, actually out of shape. So, uh, okay. So this next question is for you, Blue, from Kyrani. Says since my last question from Rob Blue, I know you said you stay away from the game, but been wanting to get into Final Fantasy for a while now, but I'm not sure about it. Should I just get it on? St- on steam and do it that way is it easier through the website also long shot but anyone ever heard of an mmo called aeon uh from 10 years ago or something like that it was really fun until it went paved to win 
you can come back to FF because now the servers aren't absolutely massively clogged as like on Endwalker launch. Uh, I will say, look at them cheeks, boy. Look at that. Look at them cheeks. He's caked the fuck up, boy. Damn, He's caked boy. the fuck up. God damn. But um, uh, you can come back to FF. Uh, I wouldn't do it through Steam. I would highly recommend just getting it directly through the website. Uh, it's a little. There's a long process, no matter what you do to get FF. So, yeah, just good luck. Just do it uh, through the website. It's much easier. It's a lot easier to mod your game to. Uh, it's a lot easier to mod your game uh, if you do just do it directly through the website. Um, a fucking Aeon. I heard about it. It looked cool. It looked like a weeb game, and I wasn't a weeb back then, so I avoided it. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Uh, Sunny Tater says game devs are always looking for the new thing, mechanic, gimmick, etc. What do you think or hope it will be for the next thing? I think having games have their own economy like CSGO does. I know I say that every time, but I think that is something. If Call of Duty figures that out, I think it would be really big. Um, I think for me, the biggest thing is accessible VR. As far as like the next like step for gaming i think is definitely like affordable easy to get into vr like that that would be tight because i would love to see more vr games um beyond that i don't know i think uh i think FromSoft devs making a good online network have elden ring lobbies that would be the next greatest thing Better than sliced bread for me. I don't know. You don't know, Mr. Fruit? No. I mean, it's kind of... Legend skins. I think part of it, too, is, I don't know, I feel like whatever it might be is something we we don't have much of yet or don't even know of, yeah, so... Um... I would like my games to file my taxes for me. (laughs) be great TurboTax who um I don't really got much I don't know okay. uh next question for Crazy Yogi uh do you have a specific bug you hate or even are scared of fucking uh, every single one dude. every single <laughs> I one. I actually have like I've tried to get over this innate fear of cockroaches oh uh, I hate fucking, cockroaches blue that's I why I love hate. living in this state and I and it's like I don't see cockroaches for like months to a years at a time because shout out the power of, of pesticide. But man, when I do see one, Oh my fucking God, dude, I literally, my day is ruined. I'm stressed out. I am. I have anxiety for the rest of the day. I fucking hate them. The, it wouldn't be so bad if they weren't such fat little fast yeah, they're fuckers. gross they're, they're gross. fast that's the worst part they're fast they can get under anything and i'm gonna throw up and i hate them and i i've killed so many i've yeah, killed so, so many cockroaches it, in my life but i have i can never i can never like muster like like i'll kill one and they'll be like ew like uh like ew, i just killed the cockroach ew. like that i turn into a baby all right dude i fucking hate them I've uh, so there's 50 common species of uh cockroaches in most states. There's only five in Colorado, however, though. So very lucky. 
I just hate gnats. They're not really here. But oh, fruit whenever, flies too. Whenever I visited in Georgia, gnats don't hurt you. I almost wish they would though, because then it, it, and we're just a little bit bigger. But instead, they're so tiny, you can never get rid of them. And you don't know where they come from. And they can come from anywhere. Where are they? I don't know. But they and there's they they die everywhere too. You always got dead gnats on you everywhere, and then they're just always in your ears. <laughs> I also hate. Uh... Uh, skeeters. Well, I don't like no skaters. Skaters, I, skaters. I, Chris, I swear to God, dude, I have not seen a mosquito since the day of your wedding. Like, I swear, like... They were all there, dude. I'm, it's bizarre. I'd, like, uh, never seen mosquitoes in Colorado before a wedding. And then it's like, okay, well, somebody invited them from out of state, uh, I swear. It's like, so funny. Um, so I also hate... Um, I mean, we don't have them here, but... Uh, cicadas, I think they're called. Those seem like really annoying. Like, because it's like, ah, time to go to bed here in rural bumfuck nowhere. Like, like some crazy ass, like, sound. Nope. Uh, I'll be honest. It's kind of, kind of relaxing. You like it? Like it, in Georgia, yeah, you just keep the windows down or whatever, and then at night, you just hear the sounds of the forest. I don't know, it's kind of... Not bad. Um, Blemish says, I don't take credit for this, but is lasagna just spaghetti cake? Mm. Not really. Not spaghetti. What would, what would that? It's not so made out of noodles. Spaghetti just crushed cake? That's mm. what you're saying in this uh comparison i can normally buy into them pretty easily this one oh no they're saying the noodle is like the cake no i know not the front like yeah Mm. nah i don't hate it depends on how high i am i'll allow it (laughs) uh trayborn asking okay so this was about moon knight uh, it says that someone who hasn't played Destiny 2 since Curse of Osiris would now be a good time to get back into it. Oh, I, sorry, lads. Uh, no what was the first question? Not, I don't know. Probably not anymore now that Witch Queen raid is all kind of over and stuff, but it's probably a lull point now in Destiny. It's at least. very fun for two weeks, and then you're going to move on. Well, yeah. how long had they said they hadn't played? Curse of Osiris. Oh, then they got, they got long, plenty yeah. of stuff to do. Yeah. I think you'd have fun. Oh, that's right. That's right. You have, I mean, you haven't played. You would have more if they didn't have the content. Well, but four years but um, oh, you don't have Forsaken. No, it's not worth it. We'll ask uh, three more questions here. Yeah, uh, Forsaken. I'm lucky. Uh, Slopasaurus says, "Does it benefit y'all if we watch the Seven Star Podcast on YouTube or listen to it on a preferred podcast app? Any support is support, dude. No, doesn't matter. I but prefer we prefer eight star." I Eight prefer stars. the podcast app because uh, I make more money off the podcast apps. Uh, Crystal uh, asked, <laughs> uh, just moved into my own place for uh, by my lonesome for the first time. What are some must-haves in a new apartment? Uh, Google Chromecast. I think oh, that right. is... Uh, and pots the and most... pans. Okay. A rice cooker. 
Fucking love rice. Love, dude. Hey, I'm rice with cooker. you. I'm a big rice guy lately. Get a good uh, rice cooker, baby. I got um. There's like these steamed buns at King Supers. I don't know if you've ever seen them, Christian. It's like in the, uh, like where the pot stickers and that are. Uh, there's like these steamed buns. They're so good. You should try them. Mm. I'll send you a picture of them. Well, I think I know what you're talking about. We didn't really like them. Oh, they're like it has like the red kind of filling and like you well, didn't like them. Well, because we went to H Mart and found ones that were way better. Oh, really? Can you send me a picture? Um, I'm, I'm a big steam. All, but yeah. I'm a big steam bun rice guy. Now it's a great dinner. Steam buns. Mm. I Especially, I remember being a kid watching Pokemon, going like, "Man, I wish that food was real." Like, <laughs> the, um, we found steamed pork buns. Some good ones at H Mart. What is Those H Mart? Is that like a specific kind of like uh, store um, that sells that, or I forget what exactly it stands for. Or like certain style of market. You know? Um, but it's uh Asian grocery store started in Atlanta in like the eighties or something, but now it's a chain around the country, and that's where you'll find any kind of Eastern, like they have Japanese, Korean, Chinese. I need to go there. I'm at. I'm actually probably gonna go there today after picking Willow up or before her picking her up. Do, do you guys have an H Mart there? I'm sure we. I mean, we have. We're right next to a college. There has to be some sort of Asian marketplace uh, by us. I'm looking. I would think. Um, I mean, probably it's it's pretty big now. Let's see. In Colorado. Yeah, because I'm a. I love like when Blue said rice cooker. I was like, oh. Rice sounds so good. Like, I could re- eat that every day. I, love I could rice. eat white rice with a little bit of butter. Literally all three Do meals. Do you like yours a little bit more sticky blue or um, how do you prefer your white rice? Uh, I'm good with pretty much all forms of white rice. You okay. know what I mean? Like I'm not picky. If it's a little, I mean, it's naturally going to be a little sticky if you cook it correctly. Shout out rice cookers. So even if it's like really dry fucking white rice, I'll still shred that shit. I love I love some good rice. So I've been good, starting to get like if I go to Panda, which is very rarely, uh, I've been starting to still get into fried rice. I get the white rice. Dude, white rice is actual crack cocaine. I love that shit. I had a cousin back in the day who loved white rice, but ate ketchup with it. Very, <laughs> very white and weird thing to do. That's actually not that white. Because it's not. No, Japan apparently loves ketchup. <laughs> So really? I wouldn't doubt it if some if some some dudes in Japan were like, "Yo, I'm just gonna put," because I mean, omu rice, they put ketchup on it, and they'll put that over just like some white rice sometimes. So I I always kind of took ketchup as like the condom, the very normie condiment, you know, like for some reason, Japan's, Japan's all about it. ketchup. So interesting. Do you find? I wouldn't be. Sur- I think a lot of. I think for. I imagine someone out there in Japan for breakfast probably does like uh, their breakfast, probably like white rice, uh, an egg in the white rice. And then they probably like throw a little ketchup on it. Probably. I, I wouldn't doubt that. Uh, I don't think there's one near you. That's okay. I think there's only uh, Ricardo three the heart in Colorado. With the last question it says, what is your guys's ideal burrito? That's not even, that's hard. That's not, that's not hard at all. Hot take burrito bowl these days. 
You know, I, I don't I don't prefer the tortilla anymore. You don't even get tortilla on the side? Mm-mm. What? It just it's fills me too- up too much. And I can't enjoy the good stuff. I love I even dude call me crazy. I get double tortilla when I get burritos nowadays. I get for burritos Same. I get double wrap, so that's fair. I love a tortilla, dude. I'm a yeah, uh, Cindy and I uh had these the, the common yesterday. thing. Me and Rob just fucking love carbs, baby. <laughs> that shit is so good. Well, yeah. I think the difference too is if I had more tortillas that like Blue probably has down there. True. That's true. I have very n- normy. But like yeah, the best tortillas we get are like Chipotle. So we do have. I but need if to I got like, some nice like fresh flour to- ones. I need to go to King Supers just for like the the bullshit snacks, and then go to like like a Mexican marketplace and get like proper tortillas and meat and stuff like that. And then go to like my Asian marketplace and go and get like my steamed buns, my rice. I need to start doing that. I am sure you guys could find a Mexican market. That's what I'm going to say. Oh no, there is one by us for sure. And it is, they great. Let's look. I'm going to start doing that. The funny thing is H Mart actually has some little, like Spanish section too, and has a lot of the stuff you can't find anywhere else either. Yeah, but like it's totally not like the places like Blue has or my grandma has. I remember being like with my grandma and we she take us to like a Colombian marketplace and there'd be dudes like cutting chickens' heads off like like while we're there and Classic. she'd be like you know like classic ass shit and my little grandma walking us through there man like it was. Asking me if I want like some like candy and stuff like that, and I'm not a big fan of Colombian candy in the slightest. Um, hope you're doing well, Fia. She's up there now. Yeah, I'm sure there's some <laughs> around us too, but yeah, it's the same thing. It's like, <laughs> I best part about going down for a pack south is always those fresh flour tortillas, man. Them, them breakfast tacos, baby. You know, you know it's a good tortilla too when the tortillas sides aren't a perfect circle. Like when there's like some that are like kind of, you know, that's how you like. That's a fresh ass tortilla that I'm about to eat. That's how you know. That's how you know. I still, to this day, my favorite quote, possibly of all time, from anyone I've ever met, is when we were in. It, it was the first year you guys met me, and we went to Mitieras and. It's so good. Still the first fucking still the first fucking thing I hear is Claire. Uh, uh, over your shoulder is like, oh my god, this place is just like Coco. <laughs> and I'm just like, man, oh that was so wholesome, but <laughs> I'm like never Coco. gonna forget that line. That's really uh, shout out Claire. We it don't was have anything awesome like moment. that. We stand. We don't have any authentic. Like that's the one thing around us. That's not true. You guys, no. I mean, I'm. This is this is all like, I'm joking. But Relative. You guys have that one uh, boozy Mexican place near your house. You talking about fuzzies? No. Or, uh, or uh, hacienda. This... Well, I have near me. What the fuck is your name? Uh, you took well, us there. It's not hacienda, is it? 
No, that's fuzzies. Fuzzies is not. Like oh yeah, are you talking about fuzzies? <laughs> fuzzies think you might be talking. Is, is that where Sammy ordered like the chicken fingers and mac and cheese? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah that's that is not fuzzies. That's a very normie. It wasn't uh, the worst. Corporate. It wasn't the worst Mexican joint I've been to. But like, as soon as I walked in, it's they saw margaritas five dollars. I was like, oh, oh okay, so this is that. I kind mean, of that's movie. why you go there. Like that's <laughs> yeah. People don't go there for the food. The food is secondary i just need i mean i'm pretty sure yeah. fuzzies was made from like it's mainly like college town kind of yeah oh 100 yeah, yeah. there's like three here um but like we don't have any good authentic like mexican restaurants and there's one they're all chains and then they're all just uh, man sure pretty good have, i'm sure you guys probably have some mexican joint there the problem is it's not near are me, you brave me, enough me. to enter it yeah, I was gonna say it's not near you, but next time if you're ever in that area, dude, try Heron's place out, dude. It's good. I mean, I tried it back in like high school. I guess it's been the a long time ago. You though, have dude. to walk in, if you walk into it and you and you as a safe in a safe white neighborhood go to it and don't feel a little bit threatened, then it's not a good Mexican place. That's what I'm saying. There's there's none of those. There's you're no, like, there's no you, okay, that's fair. That's fair. Well, here's my things with Heron's place. So like every restaurant that's ever been in that location, Christian, failed. Every single one that was ever there failed. A but weird location. now it's still there. It's still there. By like it, Arby's. So, yeah, it, uh, by the Arby's. Yeah, but it's so good. Like if you really like, if you're ever in that area and someone's like, "Let's go eat," try it out. Why would I ever go back to that town? I don't know why you're ever in that <laughs> hey, area. You know, you got, no, you guys have torchies too. Torchies is not that bad. Torchies no, is good. Okay. Wait, do you have torchies down there, Christian? There, there's one. Well. Ironically, we moved away as soon as it came in, but um, oh. in Denver, Torchies, but it Torchies does deliver. Not bad, not a bad pick. Hey, I like we Torchies. have to. I um, they had this chicken and waffle uh taco last month, and it was fire. Um, yeah, you lost me, but I respect your opinion. Like chicken and waffle taco, you don't like chicken and waffles? Literally, in the wide area of DoorDash, the only Mexican restaurant to order from is ironically really close to my house, and some. Called like Los Tamales or something, and it's kind of like a chain, and it's garbage here, bro. And it's rated like four point seven, and it's just no one knows, no one knows better. And that's what I no, probably would have said it was good before I went to Texas. But you, you were spoiled it. by, by Antonio. That's what I'm saying. We, we I came are, back and I'm we, like, bro, what's happening here? Yeah, it's like it's set a bar that nothing has even come close to. I mean, to be fair, like the only other place you're going to get San Antonio quality Mexican food is like California, which is unfortunate. Probably the closest yeah, thing. You were very spoiled. The closest thing, especially like breakfast taco wise, would probably be um, Santiago's. They're pretty good, but I it's still not. I'm sorry. I okay, so wait, ideal fun. burritos. So your burrito oh, ideal bowl. burrito. Oh yeah, the fucking the yeah. the original question. Yeah. Um, um, okay, call me crazy, dude. I love a good. Okay, so there's a place called Big City Burrito here, and they have these like potato burritos. I do like, and those. they are so good. Although, after I went in to order from them, it all it kind of just marred the experience. Well, yeah, it's very gross in there. They, there's a reason. Flies like, everywhere. Yeah, like, this can't be passed in it, sanitation. Though. It doesn't. It gets like a beat every time. Every time I kind of take a bite and something tastes a little weird, I'm like, I, don't I love know, it. It's man. so good. It's, it's very much like 
Like, does anyone work here aside from these college students who don't really care about this place? Because it looks like it. It smells nope. like it, it. And there's a line out the door. But gosh it. darn it. Yeah, the potato burritos. They're pretty good. All right, Blue, what's your perfect uh, burrito? Class. You know what? I still fuck hard with Chipotle. I love Chipotle. And what's your if I move it? away from San Antonio, I know I'll still have some Chipotle. You know what I mean? If people me your Chipotle Friday. order. I don't care. Uh, the ideal Chipotle order for me. All right. Yo, the new uh, Pollo Asado, really good from Chipotle, by the way. I will say, Pollo Asado, great. If you like chicken, you want proper seasoned chicken, Pollo Asado, pretty solid. Um, I do like Chipotle. Oh, which, by the way, we need to go back to Pollo Asado. So that place was, I still love that. Oh, God, to your place. The chicken, oh my God. Yeah, it the fell chicken off was. <sighs> but isn't that's it only that, open at like some weird ass. times or something? The that that place is so busy. It's like Franklin's in Austin type. That's like our Franklin's in San Antonio, except it's a chicken joint. It like, looked very much so busy. It looked like we were rolling sometimes. up on Los Pollos Hermanos, and uh, it's. I imagine it tasted just like it from the show. It was so good. It's Pollos Asados, the and classic, like, the original Pollos Asados. And it, it felt like their menu was just like Pollos Asados, and that's all it needed. You know. Yeah, that was it. It's all like, yeah, we got some other stuff, but come on. But like, you're here for the chicken, baby. And yeah, like, yeah, sometimes they're so busy. They're like, yeah, we ran out of chicken for the week, so we have to close. Yeah. yeah sometimes they're just closed for like a couple of days or whatever. Yeah. Sometimes they're, wow. they're. But it's good. <sighs> okay. I need to, I, I, I'm getting so lost talking about Mexican food. Uh, uh, I'm much full order, double wrap burrito. I'm probably going to get that for lunch because now I really want a burrito. Uh, you got the fajita veggies. You got the uh, well, let's start from the thing. Okay, we'll start with white rice, brown rice. What do we get? That? Got some. I do like the white cilantro rice. That shit is good. Boom. Brown rice is fine, but like the white rice, I fuck so heavy with white rice. All right, we go with uh, meat. Meats. We're gonna get chicken. The new pollo asado, really, really good from Chipotle. Throw that shit in there. Next up, any any queso on this, sir? Uh, no, I used okay. to get queso, but like I just get normal cheese now. Because sometimes, like with queso, especially like if they don't know how to wrap it with queso, they are going to fuck up the burrito, and I can't put that in their hands. Uh, any salsas or veggies for you today, sir? Salsas. I always get um uh I always get um uh, pico de gallo uh, for for Chipotle. It's known as uh, fresh tomato salsa um great onions tomato cilantro put that shit in every burrito um and then uh and then if i'm feeling spicy and unhealthy i'll put some sour cream in it always Uh, always always don't use that fucking don't use that fucking tabasco shit even though tabasco is pretty good with it you gotta use tapatio baby the (laughs) classic gotta put it unless i have some melindas i'll put the melindas but usually with burritos i want a little more watery hot sauce so it goes down the burrito uh, sir, would you like me to uh, mix this up before I wrap it? Shut the fuck up and mix that shit up right fucking now, dude. Mixing it up. All right, that's it. And How that's dare you ask me that question? You better mix that shit. And that's why people listen to the podcast. And now that's the stands got the blue Westlow burrito early. You guys are welcome. All right, well, that'll do it for the podcast today. Uh, you guys can find me everywhere at twitch.tv slash Chipotle Blue Orders. Hey guys, you guys can find me everywhere at uh, Mr. Fruit Plays. Pog, you can find Wait, me. Mr. Fruit, give me your b- burrito bowl real quick. What do you get? Oh, I mean, it's the I have type out for it's the use. We got uh, brown rice, 
we got uh black beans we got oh, chicken the black beans, that too. uh sometimes double chicken you know depends on how i'm feeling um pico a little bit of hot they're uh rojo mm-hmm. um they, they got little, heavy hands sometimes with the, the that's hot why i i say little red because even sometimes yeah. i'm like sheesh uh yeah. little sour cream just just it's usually like boop that's all i need Helps with the consistency of the bowl. Keep it all together, yeah. That's right. Uh, some cheese, lettuce, and then you know what it's about. Give me that. Give me that uh, vinaigrette dressing side. Bob, put like three quarters of that in the bowl. Put the lid on. Shake it. Bada bing, bada boom. You got lunch. That's my bowl. And that's, that's where people baby. can find you at Chipotle or Meteors. Um, Preferably, yeah, tasty. Or, Sados, or, Fideos, or... Yeah, anything that's nice. Really, just come down to San Antonio. <laughs> just come down. Uh, we have great Mexican food. You do. Yeah, that'll be it. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Um, if we don't, what the fudge? Oh, by the way, this next week we will have kitten. Uh, yes, that'll be the first kitten. Podcast the new member. We'll... Yeah, and this this is his safe haven zone. It's my office, so. <laughs> Keep safe, young one. Uh, that, that, we will scary. see you guys next week. Adios. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.